0: You're listening to The King's Church Podcast. Visit us online at kingsworship.org.uk. Hello, good evening and welcome to Friday Conversations. We're back! Hooray! It's really good to be back with you um, for this new season of Friday Conversations. This is going to take us up until sort of mid-December and in this season we're doing something slightly different and we're taking um, a Christian book this time so we're going to be looking at blessed broken given um, how your story becomes sacred in the hands of Jesus and it's written by the author Glenn Pacquiam and we'll be basing our discussions around this book the idea is that we will read a chapter A week. So, if you've read the first chapter, then that's great because that's what we're going to be talking about today. However, we don't want the book to be a barrier to you. We we want the book to be able to enhance the experience and not exclude people from the experience. So, even if you haven't read the book, you should still be able to benefit from the discussion and gain some insight um, into what we're talking about. Um, Obviously, if you've read the book, um, that'll help to deepen that um, understanding a bit more and just to say that the book is also available in audiobook and on CD as well so if reading isn't particularly your thing don't worry you can listen to it while you're in the shower or doing the dishes or whatever else it is while you're working out at the gym maybe or walking the dog or whatever it is um, you can listen to the audiobook um, of this as well so the idea is we're going to take a chapter a week now In the planning of this to fit it in before Christmas um, there are a couple of times when there's going to be two chapters that we cover um, in one session we'll let you know when that's going to be happening in advance because dotted in between these discussions about the book in Friday conversations we have also invited three charities that our church supports um, financially And so they're going to be coming in and we're going to be interviewing them and discussing their work and and what they do as a charity as well. So those will be dotted in amongst um, our discussions about the book Blessed, Broken, Given. And I know already that the first time that we have um, two chapters sort of squeezed into one evening, um, we've got like a three-week run-up to it because we've got a couple of those charity discussions before we do that, that sort of double-barrelled chapter um, talk. So, there's plenty of time to read and catch up. If you have read the first chapter, that's the one we're dealing with tonight. That is by far the longest chapter of all of them. So, if you've conquered chapter one, hey, hey brilliant. You're already onto a good thing, because all the other chapters are much shorter um, from now on. So, that's great.
1: Clive is joining me today very good evening to you Um, it's good to be back it's good to be back it's been a while it's been um the summer break but
0: uh yes it's gonna be very interesting to um go go through this material yeah yeah and just to remind people there might be new people watching as well that this is a conversation it's not just us on camera talking although we will be doing a lot of that but you're invited to join the conversation Two, We have the live chat on YouTube. You have to have logged into YouTube first with your Google account. So, hopefully you've you've already done that. And that enables you to comment in the live chat. And what we do is, I've got my phone here. I can see the live chat um, as it comes on. And we will be interacting with that. We'll be sharing those questions and comments with everyone that you type in there. So already I can see that we've joined by a few people. So hello to Pam and Alan who are watching us, and Fiona's with us as well. You'll be pleased to hear, Clive. That's good. (laughs) Richard and Maggie um, are here, Um, and Sally is joining us as well. And Jane's on the chat, but she's also with us in the studio. Jane's on camera tonight. So thank you, Jane, for that. So chapter one then clive so are, are we doing an introduction to the to the whole book
1: this uh this, this well theme? yes let's, let's let's do that and chapter one kind of gives an
0: introduction as well but go
1: on but well it's it, it's quite interesting that obviously this the picture on the front gives away the substance of it uh, if you just took the the words blessed broken given you might think what's sad about but obviously the theme is uh bread and particularly as it's uh, in, in the sacrament in the last supper um, so as jesus took the bread he blessed it then he broke it then he gave it so that's going to be the theme isn't it
0: yes uh, it, it, the book is kind of arranged in, yeah. in this sort of rhythm in, yes. into these three parts of of blessed broken given and i think he takes about three chapters or so to look, look at, at each, each one. of those sections and yeah. unpacks them in a slightly different way um, each time getting different insights into what that means and very cleverly relating it all to this metaphor of bread and how our lives yep. are like bread. I really wanted to go to the shops today and get some bread, get a loaf of bread, but I've been really busy. I've been all the way down to Suffolk and back today. so There's a picture. <laughs> There's a picture of some bread. If you've got some bread at home, well, you know, you might want to be munching on, on a slice while, while you watch this, but it's, it's, it's really good. I found it really fascinating. I must mm-hmm. say, I've, mm-hmm. I've I've got one more chapter left before I finished reading the book okay. for the first time. You're ahead of me. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Um, it's 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 a fascinating read. Um, so I hope you enjoy journeying with us. Get g- through it as well. Uh, it, it's not in the book
1: here, but um, I think it might be worth mentioning at the beginning that certainly in this picture of the Lord's Supper, when Jesus takes bread. Uh, and says, "This is my body." Uh, in church, we've been teaching about this recently—that it isn't the dead body of Jesus that we're recognizing, uh, and that there's—I uh, I think in our resources there's a sermon on this. Uh, it's the living bread; it's the—it's the resurrected life of Jesus uh, that he's sharing, isn't it? It isn't—it yeah. isn't well he was good, but he's dead. <laughs> he's alive, and, and that's his life that is blessed, broken, and, and
0: given, Given, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And something else which, which captured me by this book as well is the three sections that, that it's divided into, blessed, broken, and given. Um, as we unpack the various bits, I, I hope you'll be able to see um, Our church vision in it because it it doesn't really explicitly say it but but you can see the strands and the threads there so our vision at the King's Church was just to make everyone mature in Christ and the way that we aim to do that is by loving Jesus by building relationships between fellow Christians and by serving our community both our church community and the community in which we live So those are like the three sort of pillars the three strands that bind together our vision and help us achieve our vision and these three sections actually so blessed yes is about sort of this relationship Relationship. with jesus yes and then the broken bit actually as we get into the chapters you'll start to see that a lot of this is about sharing life Mm -hmm. with each other and then given while it's it's giving of ourselves And and are serving outwards. So it fits quite neatly into sort of what we aim to do as a church as well. So it's really good. I'm not sure how many people have read
1: more than the first chapter, but I know, um, I think if I'm misquoting you, do forgive me, but I think Sally, you read some of it and was quite captivated by Mm. it. So that's... uh, uh, it, it's very encouraging yes. yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. let's let's kick things off then with the live chat so those watching I know there's quite a few people in live chat which is great um, let's throw this question out there first of all so this book is all about bread and using the metaphor of bread so can you think of any instances in the Bible where bread is mentioned or where bread is used um so let's pop your examples on the live chat and we'll come and revisit some of those um in a moment that would be good that would be good so are we taking this this first uh title bless well no we okay that's next session where we start unpacking each bit so we're doing chapter one it's it's sort of the prelude it says and then the chapter one have you read the wrong chapter clive i've read this one You've read you've you've read this one, Origins. Yes, yeah. Oh ah, he's well, read the
1: wrong chapter. Well I know I've read the, the one before as well. Yeah, yeah, it's this one, Glorious Bread. I've read
0: that. Yeah, that's the one we're doing tonight. Read the wrong chapter. <laughs> Origins is next week. I'd like to do the next chapter, please. <laughs> no, I can do Origins. No wonder he looked a bit confused when I was telling him all the stuff I was going to talk about. I've read it. I've read it. Oh good. <laughs> So basically, the Prelude, Chapter One, glorious bread. We are doing the Prelude, right? Okay. Which is which is basically an overview. It's a it's a kind of setting the scene as I'm just going to scan
1: it again. Yeah, it's all right.
0: Okay. (laughs) God. Hopefully, I can start reading some of these responses coming through in the live chat. Yes. So, oh, good. Here we go. We've got some coming through. So examples of bread in the Bible. Um, Anna has. Oh, she said hello. Oh, that's good. Um, Jane said the loaves and the fishes. Yes, feeding of the five thousand. We have the breaking and sharing of bread there. Ooh, well done, Anna. You've thought of one I hadn't thought of. When David takes the, the bread, bread from the temple, temple. Yep. even yep. though he wasn't a Levite. Yep. Good. Okay. Um, I'll I'll give you a few more moments to pop your answers in there. I've got some other examples as well um, that. I will share as well. Um, one of them, then, go on. Manna. Manna from heaven as the Israelites were journeying through um, the deserts, so that sort of daily bread that God provided them. Any other examples? Please pop them in. What, what so I, they, What about a quick skim? <laughs> Hooray! Ah.
1: Um, well, that's. That's part of the genius of the book, that bread is so ordinary, isn't yes, it? Yes,
0: this is the thing.
1: This is the thing. Um, because the examples are saying, well, all throughout the Bible, bread is mentioned. It's the, the bread of life, the, the uh, stuff of life, in one sense. Yeah. It's certainly in that culture. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it is the ordinary, and sometimes the mundane. That's what it, they're talking about, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah. uh, and yet the... The opening chapter
0: is called Glorious Bread. Yes. And it's interesting how that gets unpacked. Yes. So, he has another question for you, and you can feel free to answer this just privately to yourself. or If you want to share it on the live chat, feel free to do so as well. One of the things he starts off with in this, this Glorious Bread chapter um, is he talks about sort of types of people. Yeah. He's, he's talking about the ordinariness of bread and the sort of the ordinary, sort of mundane kind of life that yep. happens a lot. I yes. mean, we do have exciting times and sort of amazing experiences sometimes, but it's not most the of, everyday no. common most experience. of life is a routine yeah, that we're familiar right. with. Most of it, yes. that's right. Mm. And so what what he's saying is, uh, he's asking, "What kind of person are you?" And he gives three possibilities. He says, "The first one um, is." You, you you see yourself just being perfectly ordinary. Yes. Um, Where well, you're not you're not as good or as special as other people. Um, you said you've kind of settled with just being second rate, just sort of bumbling along. Well, that's fine. That's just me. I'm no one special. Joe average. Just that that's mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the first mm-hmm. type. He's explained. He then explains another type, which is the the striving go getter, wanting to you know do amazing things for God and with God and kind of flying high and all the rest and wanting to achieve and do great things. Um, But often that leads to burnout and and too much pressure and it it can all go wrong. And then he mentioned a third kind of person who might view themselves as being flawed, as being stained, as being not enough, Mm
1: -hmm. as being
0: inadequate or feeling that, that their life somehow doesn't count or isn't as important as somebody else's, they feel that, you know, it's too late, I've, I've uh, missed my blank. chance yeah. in life. Yeah. Yes. And so, if you want to share what kind of person you think you are, <laughs> you could <can> be brave <laughs> and do that. But the great thing he says after those, after he's made us think about those, is at the bottom of, of page five in my copy, mm-hmm. he says this, and it's really encouraging, he says, I have good news for you. There is more to life than what you see. There is more to you than what you see, because nothing in this world is as common as it seems. Even bread is really more than just bread. Yes, And that's what he goes on to explain in the whole book. He uses bread bread as a metaphor for us and our lives, and how God can take the ordinariness, 100. yes and be in that ordinariness, and kind of transform it in a way not change it not make it spectacular but be present in it absolutely um, this is a
1: sidestep but you'll see the point. Well, I hope you'll see the point <laughs> that there, there, there are some ordinary things which unexpectedly hit you you think wow and for me um, so many of us watch the the uh, events of the Queen's funeral, um, well for Fiona it was the pony stand, being, standing by the side when, uh, when, when the cortege was going through. That, that, just seeing the pony made her cry. And for me, now you might think this is, it was when they were transporting the body from, uh, f- uh, through Scotland and there were a row of tractors, the, the farmers had put their tractors along there to form a, a, a salute and that really got me. How can a row of tractors mm. get you? But mm. it is that it's just in, in the ordinary. So it's like Jesus said, "Consider the lilies of the field." Mm. You know, and it is the dandelion. It is mm. the, the weed in the mm. in the roadside, mm. and you know, not not even Solomon in all his splendor was arrayed like one of these. And it is mm. seeing beyond the surface, isn't it? There's just something. Uh, well, it's the imprint of God. That's what that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, he, he
0: does say in this chapter that um, How as we grow up we kind of lose, we lose a, the ability the, the to order. notice and to it, see and recognize Yes God's activity yeah. in the ordinary. Yes, and how we need to pray and kind of ask God to open us up yeah. again yeah. to to Notice mm-hmm. to recognize, mm-hmm. ah, yeah, there <laughs> you are. This is my ordinary everyday routine. I'm mm-hmm. hanging up mm-hmm. the washing, or yeah, I'm doing on. the dishes, or I'm making the bed again, or whatever it is. But it, something drops in your spirit, something comes, and you're like, wow, actually, mm-hmm. I've, God's just revealed something new mm-hmm. about Himself to me, even in this ordinary moment. Yes, yes. The, it, um, it, oh. uh, If I'd been better
1: prepared, I'd know the name. Uh, Decades ago, there was a... a, 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 It might have been a monk in closed orders, but he wrote a book about the the holiness of washing up and working in the Mm. kitchen and all that sort of thing, that uh, the the presence of God transforms the the ordinary and the mundane. Uh, Well, it's what we say. All of life is worship, and, and you're just aware of, um, you know, mm. this is for God and is about God. It's not just about getting through the day. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, and I'll just read this little bit from from page seven because it kind of mm-hmm. captures us quite nicely. He says, "God works with the unspectacular and common, the imperfect and inadequate. That is His speciality." If God were to take the seemingly ordinary stuff of your life and fill it with His glory, He would not be working against the order of the world. He would be making your life what it was designed to be, a carrier of His glory. Yes. And so it's us recognizing that, yes, there's... there's let's, let's talk about holiness, because he talks about holiness and sort of that separateness that holiness has. Yep. But then also... Wants to include in that an understanding of the, the, the tension that God also fills His creation. God is present time. in His creation. He's not this distant, no, no. far away, remote, uncaring mm-hmm. gaunt. What what do you what what do you think about God's holiness and <laughs> His activity or not in the world? Um, this might be cro- cro-
1: encroaching on next week, but but. Uh if, if we go back to the origins and creation um, with Adam and Eve uh, they they perfectly reflected the glory of God and um, some commentators say uh, when when sin came, when they disobeyed um, and they felt naked and ashamed, what was lost was this Shekinah glory mm. um, and we were made for that glory that's where we belong it isn't you know a super you know superhero superman that's the that's god's intention of the ordinary that is uh that's the baseline it it isn't you know superhero Mm. christians Mm. we we were made for his glory Mm. and and in that we're not ashamed Because with sin, then we feel embarrassed, we feel ashamed because of the holiness of God. But in a right relationship, it's what the New Testament says, with boldness, confidence, we can come into his presence. Mm. And just as Adam and Eve had the Lord God walking in the garden, Mm. so there's that intimacy again. Mm. So holiness isn't a, you know, I can't come near. Mm. It's actually, this is where I belong.
0: Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. and yeah, God, God isn't a God who created the earth, kind of wound up the clockwork mechanism, a, and it was okay. like, okay, it's it's on. It's on now I'm going no, going no. somewhere else. Yeah. He's he's intimately involved, involved. And, and wants to be and yes. is present. Yes, yeah. um, in the world, even in its broken state. Yes. God is still yeah. there if you open your eyes Absolutely. to see Him. Yes, um, and it's just kind of. Recognizing something that I've been saying in church a few times just recently um, is trying to get that concept of breaking down this barrier where we kind of think heaven is up there, floating (laughs) in the clouds far away from us somewhere, and here we are down here. Actually no, the two are intertwined. The two are interlinked and there's interplay between the physical and the spiritual Mm -hmm. and By seeing God at work and learning things about Him and stuff through creation, through the ordinary, they're like little connecting points. They're like Mm -hmm. little dot to dots, joining up the dots. Ah, okay, here's where, you know, an intersection between the physical Physical. and the spiritual is happening. And it's just it's just changing that mindset. And hopefully raising an expectation within us that, you know, yeah. Lord, I want to see you mm-hmm. yes. in my every day. I want to hear your voice mm-hmm. and I want to be looking out for it so I don't miss it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes.
1: Um, you, you touch on that. That um, And in in worldly thinking today, people separate the the ordinary, the the physical world from the spiritual, mm. um, and uh, when people say, um, what, what's the phrase they use? It's spirituality, mm. which seems floating out there. But certainly, with the life of Jesus, his spirituality was very much grounded <laughs> in, in, mm. on on this earth, you mm. know, in, in the mm. things of this world. And mm. yes, uh, it's it, it's bringing bringing the two together. Yeah, which is, which is how we were made. We're we're soul and body, and yeah. you need the two together to yeah. be a functioning yeah. living being. Yes. Mm. Mm. Well, oh, you shouldn't have invited me. So that's that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing that the the soul is God breathed into this earthen vessel, and it became a living being. It's the breath of God, in, in vessels of clay that's what it is and
0: uh, that then you have life as God intended and just like bread yes it's it's this ordinary yeah. vessel of clay yeah. ordinary us uh, yes, ordinary bread yes but actually infused Absolutely. with the holy spirit yes. infused with the breath of god yes we become what we were, were meant, meant to, to be, be but we become something more than yes. bread we become something more than just that's an urban clay absolute, yes. vessel. Um, so, yeah, I yeah, think that uh, that's starting yes. to capture some of yes. what's being spoken about here.
1: Yes, absolutely. Have we got any more? Yeah, let's have uh, a look at some of the comments. agreeing or
0: disagreeing with us? Yeah, well, we've got <laughs> a few more examples. Okay. Um, uh, Anna's saying we make a good Morecambe and Wise. It's, so that's <laughs> well, great. That's Thanks, helpful. Anna. Uh, Another example of bread in the Bible, which I hadn't thought of. Thank you, Maggie. Um, In the Old Testament, it's not sure whether it's Elisha or Elijah. One of them prays and the widow's bread lasted. It didn't run out whilst he was Mm -hmm. being fed by them and staying with them. So there's another example of bread and God at work in the ordinary. God even in that bread, making it more than what it was. Um, I've got some more examples. And then after these examples, we'll have a little notices and a song and then we'll come back um, but i've here's some that i thought of to add to yours so i've already mentioned the manna that came from heaven when the israelites were um, leaving egypt um, we have the unleavened bread that they were told to take with them i know in judaism you have the the challah bread or mm-hmm. the challah bread that they have during passover and feasts and celebrations as well we've got the last supper we've got communion Um, Jesus is mentioned or called the bread of life Um, Mm -hmm. the the word of God is referred to sometimes as being bread our daily bread yeah um, that we use and of course feeding of the 5,000 that someone else had already um, mentioned as well so bread is dotted throughout um, the scriptures And, and then you've got the birth of the church that they they
1: met And daily broke broke bread. Broke bread. Yeah. So there's obviously a tremendous significance in that. Yeah. um, Breaking bread together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Even on the road to Emmaus, Jesus broke the bread. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah. Great. Well, we'll be back again um, after these notices to continue our discussion for a little bit longer. So thanks for joining us, and catch you after these. Well, welcome. Back to Friday conversations we are having our first discussion on chapter 1 called he's Glorious eric. bread oh yes. <laughs> i'm ernie wise he's eric you would have had to look at the live comments on the live chat to understand that one i'm matty's clive actually but welcome back to uh, this we are starting to look at um, this book by glenn packing called blessed broken given and it's all about bread And before the break, um, we asked for some feedback on all the different instances in the Bible that you could think of um, where bread was mentioned or talked about. Um, And we just want to, between us, dig into that a little bit. We're kind of going off the script of the book now, um, but sort of using that same metaphor as a stimulus to Mm -hmm. discuss some of the things um, that we find really interesting along the same kind of lines from the Bible. So we're looking at, first of all, feeding of the 5,000. So Clive's going to read a bit of that, and then we're going to (coughs) chat about
1: it. Okay, it's John 6. Um, So there's a great crowd uh, following Jesus. Uh, He goes up to a mountainside, sat down with his disciples. Um, The Jewish Passover feast is near, so there's a lot of people in the vicinity. So John 6, verse 5. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread? for these people to eat he asked this only to test him for he already had in mind it's he already had in mind what he was going to do philip answered him eight months wages would not buy enough bread for each one to have a bite another of his disciples andrew simon peter's brother spoke up well here's a boy with um, five small barley loaves and two small fish but how far will that go among so many Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in the place and the men sat down, about 5,000 of them. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks and distributed. So it was he broken. Pressed, he broke gave. and gave. Yeah. They distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. And when they had enough to eat, he said to the disciples, gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. They gathered them up and 12 baskets with the pieces uh, were left over. After the people saw the miraculous sign that Jesus did, they began to say, surely this is the prophet who's coming into the world. Jesus, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. And then later, after they've crossed over the water, Jesus talks to his disciples about the uh, what's actually happened and we, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Mm.
0: So that's that's the event. So, yeah. I like it that he already knew what he was going to do. <laughs> Sneaky. <laughs> but but I think it's significant. I think it is. Saying to the disciples, what? feed these people. Yeah. Go on, mm-hmm. feed them. Mm-hmm. And they, of course, have a panic because they just mm-hmm. looking at the natural. But actually, you know, these 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 five loaves and two fish, how ordinary, how basic. Yeah. How can we do anything with this ordinary lunchbox yeah. yes. of stuff that yep. we have here? And Jesus says, Don't worry about it, give it to me. And he blesses, he breaks, and but he gives it to the disciples to taking, give out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because he said to the disciples, you feed neither. them. So he's yeah. kind of saying, Look you feed them Ah, we can't okay i'm now involved but you need to still go and feed them yes quite yes and so kind of still saying work that out and sort of even like sort of more today like in the in the church type thing how can we do this how can we do the mission that god's given us how can we make disciples of all nations how can we reach people with the love of jesus Mm. this is a massive task and all, all we have is what's in our hand, and how ordinary That's right. and basic that is, and how ordinary and basic my life is, or your life is, or whatever it is. And Jesus says, give yep. it to me, yep. here it is. Go and give it out. I'll, br- I'll bless it and break it and yes. give it, mm-hmm. and s- just see what I can do with your ordinary. Okay, I'll give you an illustration.
1: Uh, It will come from the history of the Sarwish army, which is uh, my my pedigree. Um, But the the disciples, I'm not sure they're dismissive, but they're saying, here's a boy with a few fish and a bit of bread, but what is that? What's the significance of that? Um, And William Booth, when he committed his life to to Jesus, when he was 14, um, he, he, he was in a mission Uh, went to a mission and committed his life a radical change committed his life to Jesus Um, afterwards when they were talking about how effective that mission was they discounted him because he was a 14 year old boy and actually he went on to establish this worldwide uh, movement which in its heyday was a radical revival movement And, and it's very easy to overlook the ordinary you know in, in a meeting oh that child they say they gave their life to jesus well, well they were only a child and um, we, we can have that attitude that mm. that doesn't count mm. and then we turn it in ourselves mm. and we say well it's only me i don't yeah. what I, can i do what can i do yes yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yes yeah and, and it, it's a well-known preacher's theme but in the hands of jesus uh, well it's what they say with God nothing is impossible mm. <laughs> and um, we, we were saying the different types of people who uh, you know either discount themselves or they think life is j- just ordinary and dull or they have these I- I'm going to change the world um, but the the writer does say we, we've lost the magic of dreaming yeah. of you know what what we could be and mm. and, and we um, Oh, there's so many scriptures come to mind it, what, in one place it says we consider no one from a human point of view but mm. we do do that we do we look at people from a human point of view and mm. say oh well they're they're not very capable they haven't got much ability or you know they're, they're only they're young are, or, oh, old or old or yes whatever whatever yes yes yeah. but um, the, this this uh, this miracle it actually, it happened then. But it, it, the parallel can happen. You mm. know. Well, let's be honest, Matt. Who would have thought? You know, when you were young, that you would be doing what you're doing now. Who mm. would have thought? Um, you know, when I when I was a quite a difficult teenager, that out of out of what I am mm. and the life that God has given me. Mm. Um, there would be, and we give God the glory, there would be
0: fruitful ministry. But it doesn't have to be a ministry platform. No, it doesn't. I mean, it's happened that way for us, but it doesn't have to be a ministry platform. It can be anything. And this is the thing, bread is such an ordinary stuff of everyday life. You know, wherever you go, in the office, wherever it is, your bread is there and bread is being broken and bread is being eaten. And actually, you know, like, like here, he he just had his lunchbox with him, this little boy, and his bread and his fish for, for his lunch. And whatever it is, mm-hmm. God can use yes. for his glory if you give it to him. If you say, take this, bless yeah. this, break this. Yes, yes. And and you know, give this to the world through me. Mm-hmm. Here is what I have to offer. It's not much, no. it's very basic, yeah. it's very ordinary, but here it is. Yes. Mm -hmm. and God can really work through that and do some amazing things and not necessarily when I say amazing things I don't mean you know you're going to see fireworks or you know the news crews are going to be around your house because something amazing happened no but the love of God Mm -hmm. can Mm -hmm. be shared and made known in the earth to
1: those around you I'm I'm well known for quoting songs and uh, when I when I was literally preparing for this evening, I did prepare for this, uh, <laughs> this, this song, um, which is a, a, a quite an old, the, the Gaither trio used to sing it, I remember now, but the, the opening line says something beautiful, something good, all my confusion he understood, all I had to offer him was brokenness and strife, but he made something beautiful of my life, uh, and and it we can only be what we are we, we, you mm-hmm. know I can't be somebody else um, we might wish to be were different people but all we can offer him is what we are and if we're in a stage of brokenness and confusion and uh, we're, we're coming out of difficulties that's that's what we've got to offer him mm-hmm. uh, life isn't always like that but if at times that's what we're offering him that's he, he really can make it, it's the uh, it, again the well-known verse we believe in a God who can work everything together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose mm. and uh, our family history and our church history is full of people who as we all have done have made mistakes and things have gone wrong but then God even takes what has been in our eyes wrong and out of it brings some good brings amazing uh, you know amazing mm-hmm. testimonies um, uh, an ability to empathize to sympathize to understand where people are mm-hmm. um it, it really is amazing what god can do shall we turn in the last sort of 10 minutes or i so. haven't finished my sermon but we're yeah, yeah i know
0: oh. um <laughs> <laughs> be grateful i'm here today <laughs> Let's let's look at another instance, a really well-known one that I think jumps to everyone's mind, especially when they see the cover with the broken bread. Everyone goes, "Ah, communion." Let's let, let's talk about okay. sort of the Last Supper and, and, and communion and its significance, and you know what we can mm-hmm. what we can sort of learn from that um, today as we're thinking okay. about bread and, and, yes. and being broken. And even consuming because we we, we we eat the bread and, and drink the wine as yes. well at, at yeah yeah uh, at communion or the Lord's table or what what do uh, the Bulgarians call it the Lord it, it translates uh, as the I, I don't know dinner. the Lord's dinner or oh, something oh the Lord's like dinner that. okay yeah. oh, right yes
1: yes um, I I like the, the posh word is Eucharist Thanksgiving uh, which changes it from a morbid uh, wake. <laughs> into a, a celebration a thanksgiving yeah mm. yes um where where do we want to start with that then um certainly uh Matthew 26 2626 uh, uh while they were eating Jesus took bread gave thanks and broke it and gave it to his disciples saying take and eat this is this is my body um yeah and 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 uh, the, the blessing, blessed be you, Lord God of Israel, you know, and uh, uh, th- there's a whole note of praise and thanksgiving um, and, as, as part of this. Mm. Um, and then the breaking of the bread, which I
0: alluded to earlier, isn't... Mm. Uh, it, well, it came about, didn't we, you know, when we when we sort of recreated the, the Seder meal, yeah, that's right. which is the Passover, and yes. yeah. um, the, the chap who was leading it pointed out to us that the at the at the time of the meal when Jesus took the bread and broke it 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 wasn't the you do it a couple of times yeah at the beginning yeah. and then kind of more towards the end and when Jesus took the bread and broke it and said these things it was near the end of the meal yes. and that bread was symbolizing yes. the, the new life yes um, yeah. that you have rather than sort of yeah. the old life as it were yeah. so yes it's talking about Jesus's resurrected body Because we we often think, oh, he's breaking the bread. This is my body broken for you. Oh, yes, his body was broken on the cross. cross. But actually, this is his living living body. His new life, which is broken to be shared. Broken to be shared. Broken to be given. That's absolutely it. That's right. And and something else that the book says, I know it's in the next chapter, and we will most probably mention it again (laughs) next week, because it's so good, is that for bread... It needs to first be broken before it can, can be, be shared. shared absolutely yes yes which is quite significant I think and that's for, for Jesus yes. as well as our own lives yes as well hmm yes quite profound we will we'll circle back and look at that next week so do tune in next mm-hmm. week but let's keep looking at the the Passover and it, yes this communion so today then what what is communion for you Clive Um. It's still a mystery, I have to say,
1: that I, and I don't know if it's always intended to be that. that is—we were talking earlier about the the, the, the spiritual and the, the physical coming, and and it's a mystery to me. So uh, the two great sacraments we observe in the church are water, believers, baptism by total immersion, and um, communion. Communion. We also obviously have the sacrament of marriage, but the two that part. Form part of a day, uh, worship cycle, uh, and it, it, I can't understand how putting somebody under water and baptising them does something. Only God can do that, and I I can't understand how taking uh, either wine or grape juice or something like that, and drinking that, and taking ordinary bread, and somehow God says when you do that. You will experience the life of God in you. It's it's beyond mm. my underst- it's
0: beyond my understanding. Uh, and what 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 do you say? Because I know the understanding around communion and the bread and the wine. And I know in some traditions, only the priest has the wine, yes. and everyone else gets the bread. Yes. And and in other traditions, the the bread and the wine. They, they believe become the actual yes. body and blood of Jesus yeah. um, where do you stand on on these these thoughts well
1: uh, again I don't understand it um, a, a very dear uh, friend of mine from years ago who, who had a brethren background so very very uh, learned it in the scriptures and then got filled with the spirit so there was a, a lovely mixture there um, Whereas one tradition would say it is just symbolic, the bread is just symbolic, uh, but he was pointing out Jesus did say, this is my body. So there must be some, some ministering of God's life in doing that. Um, but I think the, the, the experience only becomes real when we take it into ourselves. Mm. where he says take and eat or drink all of you this is the cup so it (coughs) if it is symbolic it it has potency when we partake of it Mm. something happens which for me in in some traditions uh, the the uh, sacramental wine or the sacramental bread is kept separate and there seems to be a sense of awe and holiness about that wherever it is kept And I'm not, that's not part of my thinking, Mm -hmm. because uh, as far as I understand it, the the life of Jesus was never meant to exist in a vacuum out there somewhere. Uh, Certainly as teaching in the upper room, he says, I will be with you, I will be in you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's when we take the bread and wine, it's not just that it's it's kept somewhere sacred, uh, separate Mm -hmm. and it's sacred, it's when it becomes part of us.
0: It's like what he was saying earlier on, where the separation of holy and God present in his creation in the everyday. And it's almost as if it's like a a physical reminder to ourselves as well, that as we take the bread and the wine, um, we're reminding ourselves that, you know, Christ is within us, because well within us, as we are within within him. him. Because the wine and the bread actually
1: do become part of us. That's right. They, comp- they become part of our constituency of a body. Which is which is what we, we should, should become, become in Christ. Christ. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, 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 that that's that's how I understood. Uh, mm. That's how I understand it. Yes. Mm. Yes. Um, obviously, uh, it's only Jesus who is the bread of life. Um, yeah. So we we're, we're not saying that. Uh, What we give is equivalent to him giving himself to us. But if his life is in us, then as, as we are broken and given, then we are ministering in some measure, the life of Jesus to other but people. It
0: also does something else, doesn't it? Corporately. Yes. Communion. Yeah. It's yes. Not, it's not, yeah. yes, it is this whole sort of me and Jesus, and Jesus yeah. and me, and I in Him, and that that sort of personal level.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But but corporately, communion, mm-hmm. communion kind of. Joins the whole body, doesn't it? The it does. whole church, because we're sharing we're in sharing one. We're sharing in Jesus. Yes. We're sharing in one Jesus. Yes, we're sharing in the one yep. Savior yep. together, which makes us one. Yes, which which unifies us, which makes us family, which makes us the body of Christ. Yep. And as we take communion, it's not only that personal understanding no. and mm-hmm. reflection mm-hmm. and connection it's also this mm-hmm. Corporate, mm-hmm. corporate connection that we are part of the body of Christ yes. and so is everybody else yes and you know we've taken a piece of the bread but actually if you reverse the process it's mm. all the same right. bread where right. it's come right. from yes yes it, um,
1: and, and I think that's very important um, there is a trend now to have your own personal um,
0: well, since COVID, I think especially it's yes, all become you know
1: uh, yes yes sanitised. Uh, uh, but if we're taking the the, the these titles blessed, broken, yep. given, it it obviously applies to us personally. But it is that corporate working out of it, um, and I think um, a lot of our blessings we experience because we are joined together. Uh, a lot of our brokenness comes because we're having to interact with people, mm. um, and. We can do more jointly together than we can singly. So that, that givenness comes out of a uh, of, of a corporate identity as well. Yeah. Good. How are we doing? It? Oh, well, we're, it's pretty so much... I'm, did, got to yeah. turn, I'm going to turn to page two of my notes now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good introduction to the... It's been a good, uh, good introduction. introduction. Thank you, Well, that's up, for, that's up for them to say. That, uh, well, I've I, enjoyed our conversation. we well, a you good Even if they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, for
0: joining so us. So next week, next week it, it is... Next week, week we're it, in chapter two, which is... Part one, he calls it in that, the book. That's what confused that me. Confuse you. Part one. Oh, I'm a blessed. Simp- I'm, I'm a simple person. So it's the first. It's the first section of of blessed, but it's chapter two called Origins. I would love to talk about what blessed means, but no. Well, well I hopefully hopefully you'll have... be on the line <laughs> chat Catfly, <by> putting all <laughs> sorts of wonderful <laughs> comments in that we could read out. It'll be Verity and myself next week, um, okay. back again to talk about chapter two. So if you've got a copy of Blessed Broken Giver, do have a read of that chapter two origins ready for next week um, if you don't don't worry about it you can still join in and enjoy the discussion um you can also get an audiobook as well if you are that way inclined hello to hear things rather than read things but i think well, from me client, time. it's been enjoyable we're, thank you so much for you we're pu- now going to sing bring me sunshine <laughs> what oh <laughs> Walker and wise again <laughs> uh, Anna, you really set it off on that one tonight, thank you for that. No. Um, so thank you to everyone for um, watching um, and for joining in with the live chat. Thank you for your comments, they've been great. Lots of people feeling like they want a bit of bread now, oh, okay. and, <laughs> with jam and toast and all sorts of things, so yeah. so that's, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, yeah, Thank you so much and yeah. we do hope that you'll join us again next week, Friday evenings, half past seven. Yeah here live on our youtube channel good Thank night you. good night good night